Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How are you doing today, my love? I'm well. How are you? I can't complain. So today's topic is student loans. Yep, student loans. What did you know about your student loans before you took out one for college? Did you have an idea of the amount and how did you pay it back? Those are some of the questions that i um, I'd like to wonder and have us talk about today Mm. Um, because student loans is something that I feel like almost everyone that went to college, almost everyone have had to take advantage of in order to go to school. Mm -hmm. Um, Not everyone has had um, that requirement, but most of us have. So um, I'd like to pose that question to you, Phil. What do you know about your student loans before you took them out? Um, before I took them out, I didn't know anything. I was, I was uh, 18, 19, just entering college. I just mm-hmm. wanted to go to school. Um, the lady that signed me up seemed uh, like a car salesman in a sense because she was telling me all the goods and all the glitz and the glamour of the school and stuff like that. And before I can even get a word, and she pulled out the paper and said, so... Uh, how do you, how are you uh you gonna sign up today or tomorrow? What would you join to? But um, yeah, I know it's a, a trillion dollar industry now. It's very predatory. Mm. Yes, it is. Did you have an idea of the amount um that you had to that you had as far as student loans mm-hmm. and what it would take to, to pay it back? Did you have any knowledge? Uh, I think it was about thirty five to forty. What to what they say told me, but. At 19, 20, you don't really, you know, get an idea of how much that really is. Right. And that was my challenge when I first started school because um, I had received a scholarship for school. However, the other half I had to cover, Mm. but it was um, too extreme for my parents to support me with. So Mm. I had to take out student loans. But when I saw the number, like I've never seen a number that high, number Mm. one. And number two, I didn't know what it took to pay it back. Mm -hmm. So it could have been a situation if I was financially literate, um, I would have been paying for school the moment that I started. So, you know, finding a job and trying to pay that amount back Mm -hmm. each semester, each time that I had (laughs) finances so that I could be paying it off early so that I wouldn't accrue any interest. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just like numbers to me. The numbers were foreign to me. Did a, a quick side note. Um, as soon as I applied for school, um, did you notice any like credit card companies suddenly sending you Several, stuff in the mail? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> Student loans to help you pay for college may seem simple. Unfortunately, appearances can be deceiving. Numerous types of federal student loans and repayment plan options, and lots of private loans exist. Repayment options and forgiveness of some loan balances are not widely or well understood. 
An article posted on Yahoo Finance by Sheila Blair entitled Former U.S. Official on Student Loans. Two years ago this month, former President Donald Trump announced that he was suspending federal student loan payments for 60 days as one of many economic relief programs launched in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. He later extended the repayment pause until January 2021, which was then then extended um, by President Biden to January 2022. And then again through May 1st of this year. In announcing the extension to May 1st, the president and his administration strongly communicated that payment obligations would resume and that borrowers needed to prepare. Then last Friday, the president's chief of staff suggested the pause might again be extended, pending a decision on whether some portion of student debt, debt, excuse me, should be canceled altogether. Some portion, cancel all of that shit <laughs> for real, man. Like yeah. the greatest country, I think we started off as one one of the greatest countries, you know, like academically wise, but. Um, I think if we want to be a better country as a whole, why not make education free? Mm. You know, have less losers, have more opportunities for people out there to get that education. Yep. Um, reported by Jeff Gitlin for Lend Edu. I just about uh, just about everyone has heard about the student loans. They are constantly mentioned in the news often with much scrutiny and more often than not in a negative light while it would be nice to attend college for free or without having to take on debt the truth is that student loans are often necessary for those looking to attain higher education especially considering the rate at which the average college tuition continues to increase Mm. how education is funded and how students pay for it has changed significantly since the inception of the first american colleges post-secondary education was once free or very inexpensive the student loan system that now saddles most students with significant debt is only 62 years old Mm. However, the concept of lending students money to finance their education is in fact an ancient one dating back as far as 1240. Those students at medieval universities were typically supported by their wealthy families and patrons. Somewhat informal systems of loans were established for students who might need them. Mm. Students of today's generation are facing financial struggles that were completely foreign to past generations. On top of already difficult student loan debt challenges, students of today also have to deal with the increase of cost, increased cost of housing. Mm-hmm. To even just have the initial down payment for a home is a major struggle struggle for many millennials after all of their hefty costs of studying. Figures have found that in the 1980s the cost of an undergrad degree has increased by a shocking 213% at public schools and 129% at private schools mm. that is crazy many believe that the student loan debt is beneficial 
as it can potentially improve your credit score and demonstrate credit worthiness if mm. payments are consistent. However, a large number of black borrowers aren't reaping these benefits and the ongoing pandemic has only worsened this crisis. For many black borrowers, student loans are not considered to be good debt, according to a study titled Jim Crow Debt by the Education Trust. For most of African-American history, a majority of the black population in this country was prohibited from learning to read or write. Today, African-Americans are enrolling in higher education in record numbers. Black Americans have to work harder and pay more to receive some the same benefits as uh, and opportunities as their white non-black peers. This phenomenal commonly uh, this is phenomenal. This phenomenon, excuse me, is commonly called the black tax. Mm. Unfortunately, the coronavirus pandemic is raising the cost of being black in the United States even more. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's very accurate. Um, not saying all of our non-black counterparts um, have easy access to school, but I know a lot of them whose parents are well off and they can pay forty, fifty, a hundred thousand a year for schools that you know helps give their. Uh, uh, children a leg up in the game according to a study by stanford university we have a crisis in which black students are most likely to borrow borrow <clears throat> more or owe more than their original loan amount they struggle with repayment and have higher default rates even mm -hmm. among those who earn a college degree and come from high-income families Existing student debt policies that adjust payment based on income have not made a difference for black borrowers. But to understand what can make a difference, we first have to explore exactly what is fueling the student debt crisis for black students. Mm. Thanks to the rampant employment discrimination, um, black people tend to be concentrated in a low paying job. Uh, Part of the problem is that black applicants don't get an equitable chance at job opportunities. As resumes with white sounding names receive 50% more callbacks than those with black names. Quick side note, that's why my mother named me what, what, what she named me because mm. she, wanted, she wanted me to get a job. Right. Um, this leads to a racial income gap where the typical white household has 61,200 in income, while the typical black hold has about 35,400 in income. Yeah. Over the past few years, there has been a growing recognition among policymakers, scholars, and educators that student debt a tool originally conceived to increase economic mobility is instead exacerbating the racial wealth gap. It's a dynamic that underpins many of the arguments in favor of canceling student debt. Mm. For black women, the weight of the loans can be particularly heavy. They face racial and gender discrimination in the labor market where an advanced degree is often the only way for them to um, compete. Mm. 
there is also pressure on black women to care for their families and communities. These systematic factors create obstacles for black women as they try to realize the promise of higher education. Mm-hmm. Black women face a unique combination of barriers when it comes to succeeding in the marketplace and paying off their student debt. For one, they borrow more on average. Black borrowers, regardless of gender, tend to have higher student debt loads than their white peers because of decades of policies that block back black families um, and black households access to wealth building, such as redlining. Mm. But of those students who graduated with a bachelor's degree in 2016 and borrowed, black women had the highest average debt load of any demographic group at $35,166. That's a lot of money. According to an analysis of data from the National Center for Education Statistics by Mark Hulsman, a fellow and student borrow protection center, once women, black women graduate, they can face labor market discrimination that limits how much they earn. Mm-hmm. A black woman with a black bachelor's degree was paid $27.76 an hour mm-hmm. on average in 2020, according to the left-leaning uh, Economic Policy Institute State of Working America Data Laboratory, uh, Library, excuse me, compared to the forty-four dollar and thirty-seven cent for a white man and thirty-two dollars for white women. Black women was with advanced degrees were paid thirty-seven dollars an hour, nearly less seven dollars less than white men. Damn, with only a bachelor's with degree. With only a bachelor's degree. Can you imagine? That's crazy. One of the many arguments against canceling student debt, particularly without limiting the amount discharged or putting a salary cap on who is eligible, is that it's a policy that will disproportionately benefit the well-off. Borrowers with the highest debt loads will see the most relief as a result of the policy at least as measure, measured by dollars the argument goes mm. a large student loan balance is often the result of a graduate degree and those with graduate degrees tend to earn more mm. many black graduates believe student loans were not set up to give black americans financial freedom and they disrupt their quality of life and mental health, according to the findings. According to the report, black borrowers are more likely to have balances exceeding $50,000, more likely to take on graduate school debt with hopes that more credentials will help them combat job discrimination and less likely to amass wealth. That's so sad because it's like basically what they're sharing about the experience of black women and taking out student loans. Like, this is my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. where I assumed that getting a higher education and getting a master's degree would put me in a place where I'm not financially struggling. Mm-hmm. Yet here I am now with a whole bunch of debt and it doesn't even equivalate like it's not even equivalent to the amount of money that I take home. Mm-hmm. to to pay off those loans so then the interest ends up accruing and then increasing <laughs> and i'm still struggling with 
other daily expenses, but I still have these loans. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's a business. You know what I mean? Back when my mother first went to school um, around 18, 19, most of the state paid for the school. You know, um, I think the average amount, don't quote me, I could be wrong, was like 15 to 20 grand for a bachelor's. Probably less. Yeah, probably less. And probably like 50 to 60 for master's and, and up. So something that you can easily pay for within two years. Yeah. Not for the rest of your life. Yeah. Which is what I'm feeling like is going to happen to me by the time I'm 80 is when I'm going to pay off my loan. It's, it's very predatory. It's very predatory. <clears throat> Unfortunately, even higher education cannot close this racial, racial wealth gap. As a typical black household with a bachelor's degree or higher has a lower net worth than a typical white household with a high school education or less. Due to the, these disparities, black families tend to rely more heavily on student debt to finance higher education. Yep, this is me. Mm, although my life. Biden has so far erased $9.5 billion in student loan debt for about 500,063 borrowers, the U.S. Department of Education said in August, those borrowers included victims of for-profit college frauds, and those who are permanently disabled. Also in August, the Biden administration announced it was extended. Uh, it extend it was extending the payment freeze on federal student loans through January 2022, amid pressure from lawmakers and advocates. However, Biden has stopped short of broad student loan debt cap. Uh, cancellation yeah the federal government has really failed to protect students from predatory for-profit institutions like you were saying that um disproportionately target and enroll black students studies have found that three in four black borrowers who attended a for-profit college and did not complete their degree defaulted on their loans and rules that would force for-profit schools to disclose information about graduate salaries were stuck down this year was struck down this year. Lastly, default rates have remained high despite income-driven repayment, which adjusts monthly payments based on the borrower's income. While some income-driven repayments cover a portion of accumulating interest rates, they can be dangerous for borrowers who are on the plan for very long periods of time and make few or no payments, as they will likely see their balances increase. Unfortunately, a third of black bachelor's degree recipients are enrolled in such a plan, and of those, nearly 60% have a monthly payment of $0.32. Cents. Mm. The report found that 80% of respondents would like the government to cancel all student loan debt, including me. So, I think it's all bullshit. <laughs> just let's, let's just be clear. It's all bullshit. No one in America should pay that much money to go to school and if get an they, education. Even if they can afford it. Education, health care, housing, basic human needs and human rights should be um, not only a privilege, but easy, accessible and one of the richest countries in the planet. 
So it shouldn't be a luxury. It should be a necessity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we want our country to be um, a powerful nation, you know, why not make basic human necessities like easy to, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts, though, on the matter? Why do you believe that they do continue to make um, student like school and experience that's stressful? It's taxes for those who have to take out loans. The only reason why cigarette companies still sell cigarettes is because of taxes. The government gets paid from all this shit. What they do with that money, I have no idea. So you're saying it's beneficial for them to maintain what they're doing with student loans. Mm. What if because school is so expensive and people are now educating themselves about taking out so many loans, Mm -hmm. what if they have a huge wave of, I don't know, millions of people that decided they no longer want to experience higher education because Mm. of that? Do you think that they would start changing the way? Maybe. Because I think that's what's happening now. Because so many people are talking about or pulling themselves out of school. I think um, last year was the first year where they had the least amount of enrollments for universities in the United States. Like it's declining significantly. We have a a, a discrepancy on, you know, like blue collar work. You know, Mm. auto workers, um, plumbers, plumbers. people to build houses you know what i mean because our parents in america pushed us to go to school you know whether they knew it or not or knew about the the what would happen but our generation and the generation before us our parents pushed us to go to school and take out these loans because they thought it would be you know the the willy walker golden ticket but that was the narrative that was given to them, though, mm-hmm. um, that generation, where it's just like if you put yourself in a position to educate yourself, then you can reap the benefits. Then you can get that salary. Then you can pull, you know, your family out of <laughs> a bad situation if you go get this degree. But our generation, you see how it's like a detriment to us to mm-hmm. be able to move forward if we have such an extensive amount of loans that we can't even wrap our heads around so what we, that amount we go looks to like. school take out debt go to jobs that we might not like or some of us don't even have jobs in the field that we go to school for mm-hmm. just to pay back debt exactly and what's sad is it's like do you do you want to choose housing or do you want to choose paying back your loans then and, hold hold on then the average American will find a spouse. Mm-hmm. Then you got to pay thirty or forty thousand on a wedding. Then you have to find a house. Then you got to pay in a, in today's America six hundred, seven hundred thousand for a house. So it's just constant debt building on top of each other. Right, you know what and I mean? what's unfortunate with like something almost like taking out the loans and the question that I posed in the beginning was. You know, did you read the fine print? Mm-hmm. Most of that fine print, they're like, we're eligible to take your wages from you mm-hmm. if you don't pay this amount. Mm-hmm. So they can go directly from the government or whoever is paying you, whatever mm-hmm. company you work for, and they can garnish those wages. They can take that away from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, it's just it's a trap. It's a predatory <laughs> thing. It's like, I don't know, man. I wish 
if I knew this information beforehand, I would have just got a trade. Because people who work in trades are making a lot of money. I would have really advocated for my parents to send me to Germany. Mm-hmm. Because Germany, you can go to school for free as long as you speak the language, like as long as you're mm-hmm. learning an, mm-hmm. a German course. Mm-hmm. But there are so many, there's so much information about how you can work around the system as far as getting to a successful place without such so much student debt. Mm-hmm. But I think because our parents were fed, fed this narrative that you have to go to college, you have to go to this. They didn't have there wasn't access really to that any information, information mm-hmm. about what to do when you take out a loan or how not to take out a loan and apply for scholarships. Why do they say student debt is a good thing? That's good debt. I don't I don't understand that. I understand if you're running a business and you want to sh- show that you have a good credit and good paying your bills. Right. back. That's one thing. But piling on debt to a 18 19 sometimes 16 17 year old when their brain isn't really developed is not exactly a smart thing but that's where there's a racial discrepancy because i think what they were trying to say in some of the um articles that we had researched is a lot of us who are coming from backgrounds where there doesn't there isn't money mm-hmm. there are other places or families that are that have money in in a savings account for school, mm-hmm. you know, or that they have enough in their salary to pay a, a year's worth of school, mm-hmm. you know. So for us, it's like we're kind of 10 times backwards where some of these these people that are going to school have an opportunity or money saved or access to knowing where to look for scholarships. Mm-hmm. Some of our family members have never been to college or completed college. Mm-hmm. So it's like how are they supposed to educate us about how to look for those things? I don't know. I all didn't I, have the information. Did you have I information did, about scholarships? No. Never. <laughs> I mean, they had us in like little programs in school to right. help find scholarships and stuff like that. But what about the kids who didn't really excel, you know, with a 3.9 mm-hmm. to 3.0 average? You know what I mean? Like, what about this? the low B's and, and, and high C kids, you know what I mean? Like Or just the encouragement because also to me there was no urgency, you mm-hmm. know? People were telling me get scholarships. So I'm like, why am I getting scholarships? Mm-hmm. Like if everyone could go to college and my parents can pay for it, but me not knowing the amount of what that looks like, that number, mm-hmm. I didn't understand why I needed to get scholarships. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was no conversation about that. Or when you start college that you need money to do things because you need books, you mm-hmm. need materials. Mm-hmm. But I had to be a dumpster diver because I didn't have money. You know, shit. I was in a library, <laughs> Xerox, Xerox copying books for like five cents a, yeah. a piece of uh, five cent a paper. But you know, you had to get creative. It's like yeah. I couldn't do most of the artistic stuff that I wanted to do because I didn't have money. Mm-hmm. I had to like look for shit mm-hmm. around campus mm-hmm. to make stuff out of. It's, we're we're in a uh, we're in a terrible situation, you know. We pay taxes for everything. Biden just sent like fourteen billion to Ukraine. Like I understand that they need it, but what about looking out for your own country? You first, know what I mean. Right? Fourteen billion, fourteen billion of our tax dollars mm-hmm. when that could have been resourced to us and spread billion, out right so each billion. person could be <laughs> paid that could have been student loans right there yeah. 
or infrastructure. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm that's sorry that the Ukrainians are going through that, but but still, man, look out for the home team first. That's why a lot of the information that's passed out, you know, on the news that we listen to or read, I just it doesn't add up to me. Mm-hmm. Why you invested or paying attention to what's going on in other places when you don't even have your own country in check mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or are supporting your people like we feel like we're we we can claim this as being a country we don't matter we we're just we're just we're just <laughs> cattle you know what i mean we're providing them with nothing we're, we're just providing them with with what they want you know capital work free labor what I'm interpreting from what America has designed is a place that we have to constantly spend money. Mm-hmm. A capitalistic society, obviously, but it's like to the point where it doesn't even matter what you can do, you know? Because, you know, we're supposed to, America's supposed to be the dream place, right? You can live, live, live out your dreams. Mm-hmm. But some of us are starting from like the very bottom and even though some of us can come out of it, it's like most of us don't have that luxury or privilege of making connections or being lucky to be able and able to be in the space to move forward yeah. with a whole bunch of debt behind us. <laughs> All I can say is dreams only happen when you sleep. So wake the fuck up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wake the hell up, man. We're going through some crazy times, man. And student loan debt is not a good. It's not a good I really look. hope that they extend it some more because I'm not ready to pay my off my loans right now. Are you financially? They're gonna have to find me. <laughs> yeah, they're well, gonna have to find what's me. What's the quote of the day? All right, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment. Please comment. Um, here is your quote of the day It does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. Confucius. Thank you for tuning in into this episode of Creative Habits Podcast. We love you guys and peace.